0: Hello listeners and welcome to the Rawcast, my name's James Rice here to take you through the Aussie, that is the Brisbane Raw Football Club, or should I just say the Brisbane Raw Liberty A-League Women's uh, Team, because there's only one team we're talking about this week, because it's a massive dub show, wait, ah, uh, crap, someone already gave that name away, uh, 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 we'll just call it the dub show, yeah, dub dub dub, dub dub dub, it's the dub show, it's the dub show, here is Dave.
1: Hey, I am Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dub show. It's a dub show. you just pay me out for giving away? Yes, I did.
0: Oh, that just came naturally as well. Oh, we've also got Katsy with us. How are you, Catsy?
2: Hey, cool. Time now here.
0: Excellent, Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, that's it. It's been a little while, listeners. Sorry Christmas and New Year's time got away from us and just... Games sort of just kept getting postponed and we're all over the shop and you sort of keep waiting for another game to happen and then it doesn't and all of a sudden you realise you've got a few dub games we've got to review. So we're going to get into reviewing that straight away. I hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year time and staying away from the Omnicron. It was the A-League Women's. Uh, kicks it up. It was Brisbane Rule 2 way back. It was nearly a month ago. Uh, Shea Collins in the 65th minute. Larissa in 90 plus fourth uh, with one of those consolidation... Consolation goal thingies. Um, I never get those words right. Uh, thankfully, I corrected myself this time, and you will never know any difference, listeners.
1: Yeah, it, dro- it dropped out when you said that, mate. Sorry, it dropped out when you said that. I think we all think you just said consolidation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, it was Melbourne victory three. Lynn Williams in the thirty-six. Harriet Withers in the forty-six. Catherine Zimmerman in the 85th, 1,258 in attendance. Bookings, Catherine Zimmerman once again in the 86th minutes. She got a booking. Lucy Dumont in the 72nd minutes. And Ariel Ecker in the 90 plus two. Patsy, what do you know about happening in this game?
2: Not much in this game. Um, I couldn't catch it up in the old central Queensland where I was. Um, apparently, Alex Didiak was, was denied in to Queensland and she had not been in the country for 14 days. Um, I remember. I do remember watching some highlights. I, to be honest, I just I started the highlights and then kind of saw how we were playing. and was like, mm, no, I don't like this at all. It kind of stops the highlights two minutes in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good. That's a good philosophy. If we just look like we're playing garbage, just turn it off. That's probably highlights, a good philosophy. <laughs> yeah. If the highlights
2: are low lights, then just turn it off.
1: That's, it. that's that's what we're going to – we'll watch the game for the, for the listeners. They just have to watch the highlights. And if they think we're garbage, they can just turn it off and listen to our dub yeah, show. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The Rawcast will always catch you up on all
0: the important points we <laughs> missed. But the fact that I met, that I was at this game, but I remember very little of it, it was all very hazy, um, and that's because I had a lot of hazy beers. And <laughs> I was on a line pub call. So I really don't remember much of what's going on. But from what I do, I remember Victory looking pretty – when they were going forward, they were pretty good. And we were really struggling to con- to control them, and they were pretty comfortable. Um, but still, we I guess we've always showed their um, defensive frailties by putting two past them. So, and uh, maybe that was a sign of things to come, Dave.
1: Yeah, I not mean, really any prior to that point. I oh, no, we scored so one against Perth, but I think they're only oh. to that point. So, the fact we put two away against a, a victory side that worked pretty good, well at that stage. But um, and obviously, it came to be that that would be the case um further so on too shortly but it was um it was a good finish
2: it's a, it's a pretty common thing for us it takes i think because they're such a young team um and they may be still you know kind of trying to gel you know get their feet um under them and towards the ball that just takes about 10-15 minutes for them to to kind of get going and, and get comfortable and in that you know first 10-15 minutes is when the opposition is always putting pressure on us and it seems to really rattle whoever's in our back line I don't even know who our back line is this year to be honest um, but yeah I just yeah it's just it, it's becoming a common theme and I need the coach to stamp it out because if he doesn't it's it's, it's going to be hard to break
0: Yeah well I think, that, I think you exactly prove your point in the next couple of games which we'll get onto in a second um, I would consider them the tenth minute and the mm. fifth minute. So Yeah. yeah Jesse Jesse Rescott, Annie Hafenden, look, they're, they're completely well I know Jesse Rashcart played last year for Canberra, but um
1: I was gonna say yeah,
0: if, it's a completely new back. Line.
1: It's not entirely new. You got Rankin there, which was um who was there last year. Hafenden is young. She's nineteen? Uh 18, 19, so she's really young. Uh Rashad's not young, like she's I think she's like 30, 33, off memory. Yeah,
0: she's 30, 33, um, 34. yeah. She's not yeah, she's not young but inexperienced at
1: the level. Experience, but she is making some... And she's, in life, but she's making a few. She's doing some others. Look, I, I don't think we need
0: to talk too much more about that game. Uh, we can probably talk about some of those issues uh, when we cover the next couple of games, because yeah, it's the same thing, um, sort of floating through, I reckon. Yeah. Um, that was a disappointing loss, just for just putting halfway through December. We did have a pre-Christmas game down in Canberra, uh, and then 3-3. Uh, it was Michelle Heyman in the 10th minute, um, set up by... There Toby. <laughs> um, Grace Meyer in the 87th um, from the free kick. And Holly is uh, ghosting in at the back post, Casper. Uh, front post, sorry, not the back post, to equalize. Um, sorry, Killed party. the joke. Um, in the for <laughs> in the One job, Rosie. <laughs> I know. Fun job. Yes, Casper was uh, ghosting in the front post equalised They're in the 90 plus three. Uh, for Brisbane, though, it was uh, Carly Ross-Bacon in the 23rd and own goal, which it was an own goal that um, we knew quite well uh, with a defender trying to back pass to our goalkeeper and been missing. Um, Shea Corner's in the 38th getting on the score sheet, so two games in a row that she scored there, and Anna McGrath as well also scoring, so um, she's um, she's been putting together a tidy little season. As well in the 64th, so 65th minute we were up 3-1 and we blew it to draw 3-3. and You can see in the 86th and 90 plus third. 957 people in attendance. At I think this is at Viking Park. It sure was down in Canberra. Bookings um, to the ghost, the ghost girl herself, Holly Casters in the 75th and Mario Ecker picking one up in the 90 plus. My Jesus, Mario loves Ecker. Uh, I <laughs> need to calm down.
1: Oh, that was all. That was all <laughs> uh, time mate, wasting. Should... Oh, she was trying to. She was trying to kill the game. No oh, dramas with that. You... Yeah, yeah
2: okay that was a
1: time-wasting one, one. Aspers, the bloody friendly ghost over here who just hacks someone down. Not so friendly okay. after that. But You think she would have just slid right through her? <laughs> I didn't make contact, ref. I went straight through her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ghost. Um... Uh... <laughs> yeah, look, I'll... Dave you at least got to see all of this one. Yeah, I did watch this one, and I it was a look great game for a neutral. If I was, if I was. A fan of any other club, not from Brisbane, let's face it. <laughs> Even Canberra fans are like, pumped about it. But everyone else was just like, this is a great game. Fantastic, uh, you know, sort of theatre. Um, started off pretty ordinary because, like I said, we're doing alright, but then Alira Toby, as you mentioned, got and set up an easy tap in for Hayman. I think she got in ahead of. Um, uh, I've her name now, it's uh, Rasha. And they had a rush uh, up, it yes. away. Yes. And Canberra looked pretty, pretty set um, until they decided that they wanted to level. I thought, I thought we were all right. We just had, as we said beforehand, that we we just lost a bit of momentum. We just we didn't know how to kill off a game. As I said McGrath was. Uh, she got the assist for Connor's goal. She scored herself, and she was the one putting minimal amount of pressure. But she had some pressure on Ross Back and for the own goal. Um, So the fact she was involved in all three goals for us was pretty good. Um, What you want from someone up in the front third. So positive out of it. Yeah, that game really needed someone with a cooler head prevail towards the end because we imploded.
0: Yeah, that's it. uh, I mean, the back look, we got that obviously that own goal. That was a nasty bobble. um, And that's that's one of those things that when it comes to equality, instead of having the same quality surfaces for the women's, for the women's as they do for the men's, um, that probably, that bubble doesn't happen if we're maybe in a slightly better field, so you have to feel a bit sorry for, um, for the goalkeeper there with that one. Um, uh, but yeah. uh, but that's, there's, a, there's a
1: technical issue with, with it as well. It's not just, it's, the ground's one thing. The issue in terms of, and we've seen it with Russia twice now, as we'll come on to shortly, but yeah. seeing it back to the goalkeeper, and you can just pass it to the side of goal, you don't need to pass it directly at goal. Moves any risk yeah. of, a, of the ball going past in that way and, and scoring. Um, Rice. Now we'll get onto the second one shortly, but that one from Ross Backen was identical to that game against Perth. We scored mm. picture perfect almost. Yeah. And it's it's yeah, an exactly. easy you put technical one next thing. to each other and you'd
0: be like the same picture. <laughs>
1: yeah. It could have been just change the shirts, right? It's it's exactly the same thing, but it, that's an easy technical. Skills say, okay, I'm not gonna pass it straight at goal, I'll pass it to the right of the keeper. And they can the keeper can move to clear the ball out.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's a very fair point.
1: Uh yeah. Grace but probably I mean the
0: the one that's probably I mean the last goal is just an absolute scrap in the box where you just need to get someone to dominate the area, get their head on the ball. But the last goal again, was Georgie worth at fault, you reckon? When you watch back that one with Grace Ma scoring?
2: I was listening to the commentators on the game on the weekend or Monday, whenever it was. Um and it does sound like that. You know, had she been a little bit more aware of her position, she could have um, probably stopped it. But in saying that, you know, I'm not a top league uh, goalkeeper, even though I try to be sometimes. Um, you can say in theory, <laughs> but we're not the ones out on the field, you know, trying to stop the ball that's coming at your face.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I think Teo was the commentator. I think he mentioned something about it catching the wind. Mm. See on the video. mm if it did, that does add a yeah. degree of difficulty. If it's nipped as much as she was expecting, I don't know. It's it's kind of take it. I, I agree with you, kind of, because it's it's hard to know because you know what what she did or didn't see. But it looks doesn't look right from the camera angle. Just because it's like, well, we got to that.
2: I mean, the other thing.
1: Yeah, she she did get to it. She did get to yeah. it, which is where I finally come into. So you just need
0: stronger hands to get it away, but. Yeah, like maybe, like you said, that it was windy, and there was, I do remember Tao making that comment in the highlights as well. That the wind, Canberra had the wind, so you know sometimes you just got to try these efforts, and yeah, just catches the right gust and just catches the goalkeeper just enough off guard that they can't readjust.
1: In all honesty, though, she don't. is a
0: confidence goalkeeper.
1: Get Grace Smart, you got her down because she does that to us almost every week, almost every game. Like, get banger from thirty yards out if you just give her space. Just, she's there, Katrina Gorey, basically.
2: Yeah, I was going to say she's very much she's she's very much like Katrina Gray. If you give her just that ounce of space, she'll have a crack and, you know, 7 times out of 10, you're going to pay for it.
1: Puts it on target, and that's the big thing mm. with that. You put it on target, you make the keeper have to do something. If the keeper has to do something, they can make a mistake. So, yeah. that's what she's good at. She's good at putting it on target from a distance where other people would blaze over or hit it wide or whatever. Knows how to make sure all the Keeper's going to work, um, and kudos to her. It was a good strike from her end of things. Um, expected more from her.
2: Like I'm not, I'm not defending. Like if you're in that level, then you should, you know, human error aside, you should definitely, you know, have the skills to do it. I think we also forget that she's, she's really only in what her third season, full time, second uh, season, full yeah, time. think you're right. Did, Georgie Worth. When did Maccallus?
0: Uh, she was she was around for a few more. Seasons. She was she's in her basically the second season of being goalkeeper, uh, but was really around as as the backup for one or two seasons before that as well. So she'd been in and around the system for a while. Yeah, just but not the
2: number one game experience is different to training pad ex- experience.
0: So oh, absolutely, I agree. With that. I mean,
2: at the end of the day, yes, her job is to stop it. But what can you do?
0: Stop it. Yeah, that's it. I think it's <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Kick a Sydney FC yeah. player in the head. I mean, that's, just that's, that's, uh, that's always appreciated. Right uh, that uh,
1: I, to that game, I, I just I just want to say that the the goal that they ended up equalising with it was heartbreaking because there was like one player and four Canberra players. Um, cool. know, like, four,
0: four players, if four Canberra players all around at the front at the, front, the near post. Like it's in the ninety. You know, what the ninety ninety third minute of the game. You know, I'm guessing we're right at the end of the game. Last it was a, chance, it was a corner. Alone, and we don't just have everyone back in the box. It was a fucking corner. Yeah. Like. you got to have
1: people at the nearest. I think it was a, it was a short corner defense. that got played yeah. back out, but still, you're defending a corner. Like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. Anyway.
0: Uh, that's just a bit of That's just a probably a bit of um, experience in, in a match yeah. that's gone missing there, and and, and that's where the inexperienced defensive the, line probably comes back into it a
1: bit as well. Could come back to the keeper as well, so not organising the defence. So we need you to stay here, that yeah, you know, on that front post. Could have said she could have. Georgie Worth could have said, "I've got the front post. You take care of the back." And as a result, Perth have overloaded the front post. You know, because knowing that no, all they have to yeah. do is beat yeah. the keeper, yeah. not the extra defender. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of guessing here, but it was it's off a set piece. It needed to be better positionally. The other
2: thing. Yeah, the other thing I always—it <laughs> always makes me laugh—but we're not the tallest team in the league by far. Like
1: we've so, got a player called Mini.
2: Yeah, like the surprise is always hysterical. Like it, I always chuckle because we have like oh maybe two, three people that are you know tall enough to match to every to the other team, and then everyone else is just that touch smaller, which. Yeah. If you can jump like an AFL flat player, it's fine. But if you can't get up up under the ball, it's <laughs> going to be a bit difficult.
1: Yeah, this is true. Yeah, it's very
0: true. That's a Brisbane way, though. Yes. Even the men's team's always probably been a shorter team. You know, when we had Mackay and McDocker running around our midfield. For yeah, but
2: Mackay uh, just used to take yeah. their legs out, and then they were shorter than him.
0: <laughs> and and Madoka just ran. Oh, uh, would have done some damage.
1: Madoka just ran for days. <laughs> We, I mean, we do like you said. You, it, there's only a couple, but we do have a a couple of decent players that could in the air in Crummer and and Rashad's cool. She's no, a not cool. a short, but from <laughs> from having Gilnick and Polks, it's a very different mm. sort of um ability in the air um compared to yeah. those two. But
2: you know, even Meeks, even though she's she's not short, I mean, she's not too much taller than I am, but she could get that Pogo jump and just like boy, you know jump against up above everybody else.
0: Let's be honest, we just used to have this this player called Polkinghorn back there, and you don't need any other tall players when you got a, when you had a Polkinghorn. That is true. True facts.
1: Let's get away from the draw. Yeah. Let's get onto the, on. yeah. go. on the good stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, on to the good stuff, like the penalty shootout in the FFA Cup between Melbourne City and Wellington Phoenix. It's cracking signs.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I've uh, been watching that as we're chatting as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, good, good areas. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, this is the game that happened on the weekend. It was meant to be the doubleheader with uh, both Brisbane Raw teams travelling down to Melbourne, play both Melbourne Victory teams. Uh, that's uh, with some cases in amongst uh, in amongst our team. Uh, we weren't allowed to travel down. Uh, so it was Melbourne Victory 2 and Brisbane Raw 4 finally getting some points on the board. Jesse Rashkart, we were sort of getting around it before in the fifth minute with the own goal. Uh, lovely placement into the bottom corner, just unfortunately this is the wrong end. Uh, Lynn Williams, Dave would like to note that this is allegedly, and I'll let him go on a Ben style rant about this goal later, in the 26th minute uh, before, and then it was all us, Brisbane all four, so it was Larissa Crum in the 59th minute, with was some great follow-up work from a Katrina Gori long shot. Katrina Minigorey getting on the score sheet herself in the 86th minute with a, from downtown, similar as we're just saying for Grace smile loves the shot from downtown from outside this uh, box, and she put it into the top corner nicely over the keeper's head. Shea Connors in the 90th minute with a lovely sort of um, run through and a great um, ball from Nat Tatham. And then nori finishing it off in 90 plus six. The captain finishing off 605 people in attendance, uh, three of them. Actually, do you reckon little mini mini counts as an attendee? I don't think... I mean, probably I, not. Might i have I been two more. tickets, do they? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I reckon so we might count there was two Brisbane Raw fans yeah. there. Uh, officially, so. Uh, nah, three. Yeah, we'll get onto to I as saw well.
2: Durga on the um,
0: on yeah. the bloody. Yeah, that's what I was counting. I was counting Durga, Katrina Curry's mum, who was watching Harper,
1: and so there, was was, Harper. there was, was then there separate. was four because there was another couple of people in the crowd that are, that were sitting somewhere.
2: True, there was uh, a couple of orange
1: no. shots I won't well, that's right <laughs> It could have just been tradies who, you know,
0: just thought there was another protest going on or something. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: no, they, they said they told they their boss, <laughs> boss there was a protest. They left and said, Let's go to the football and drink <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am just thinking they just saw Durga with the banner. I was like, oh, there's a dude in Orange with a banner. There must be a protest going on and followed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just imagine just Durga walking through the streets of Melbourne with the Raw fans in Melbourne banner on his own. And all of a sudden, he just starts picking up people as he walks.
2: <laughs> must be a really good sign. I'd like
1: to
0: think that he might from the, from the station. Yeah, it would be a real good
1: sign. <laughs> it is a good sign. <laughs> Impressive to hold it up all by himself good as good well, sign. to be fair. It's a wide-ass sign. So... <laughs> oh, look, I believe in Durga. He's... Uh...
0: He's, our, he's the most loyal fan in the league
1: at the moment. He's our, he's our newest <laughs> he's fan. More too. Games than any of us. He's the newest fan too given he came from Melbourne City. Um London for for changing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly yeah saw the light saw, saw the, the light, light yeah <laughs> decided he didn't want all that didn't want all that success in his life and he did a bit of um, a bit of reality checking. That's it. <laughs> Uh, so sorry, the bookings. Uh, Catherine Zimmerman once again booking a, a booking against us in the 85th minute for Melbourne victory, and uh, Kyra Cooney cross in the 69th minute uh, got a straight red uh, as well. Just a minute after she got handed the the, uh, the captain's armband, which was um, a little bit entertaining as well.
2: She also sorry on that one. She also got the commentators' curse because they had literally just finished saying how she was starting to make moves in the game, and then literally the next breath. Red card came out. I was like, "Ooh, shitty timing there, <laughs> commentators."
0: <Yeah. laughs> excellent areas, yes. and the next, yeah, it, and the next are through. We'll run onto the next. Oh, next I'm still three, my My, other, my thing's fine,
1: but that's okay. This oh, has been sorry. an incredible spoiler, penalty shootout. Sorry, spoiler alert. It's been an incredible penalty yeah, it's shootout. It's problems. one of the craziest ones I've seen. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and misses over the bar. And, oh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, people choking uh, left, right, and center. Let's yeah. who, who wants to? Wants to start with
0: the overall feelings of
1: uh, this one, uh, Dave. Mate, I'm going to let you guys talk about the own goal first, because Oh, okay, no general feelings. Emma two halves. Yeah, general feelings, just general. Emma two feelings. halves. Yeah. Although we didn't deserve to be down by two after half time, but we were definitely deserving of the win overall. Um, I think uh, the Kuti cross send off for for when the game possibly changed. <clears throat> um, I don't know if that's... That, I think that was part of it, obviously, because you get overrun after a bit of time. Um, I've heard that's people say it. 20 to go. Um, let's see if I can find out the the player but Um Alana Murphy. It was yes. about five weeks to go. Kind of just all of a sudden meant there was more space in the midfield. Actually, she was doing really well, so... Yeah, um... Might have changed the game a little bit more in our favour, but I, I think send off has to be a pivotal point because you just you're a lot harder for 20 more minutes, or 25, 26 minutes ended up being. I think it was warm as well. Yeah, they they, um, cut, like, they cut maybe. both
2: halves. They had a drinks break at the 25th in in each half, I think.
0: Yeah.
2: Whatever was. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, so. Yeah, so hot. So I, yeah, I think I agree with you there. So even I think it might have been it was going our way anyway, and the break card just sort of cemented it in that. The momentum shift was definitely there, yeah, and, yeah. and on. So um,
1: yeah, I tend yeah. to agree with that. So the what did you?
0: cutsy, what do you? So if we sort of move on to some of the goals, and what did you think overall? And yeah, if you, well, and it certainly didn't start well.
2: That own goal, I literally, I was watching it on TV because it was on free to air, and I I literally went, "What the fuck." And I went, and I was, because that's the first time I've seen, what's her name, Rash? 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 yeah. Rashart? Like, that is the first time I've ever seen her play. And I'm like, what the hell, mate? Like, that is the first rule you're ever taught of defending. Do not pass back across the goal if you don't know where your goalkeeper is. Like, her goalkeeper was pretty much almost in line with her. And it's just that spatial awareness, and it and I, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, we're in for another loss here. But I think probably just after that Lynn Williams goal, uh, I think. Allegedly. Alle- yeah, alleged goal. Um, <laughs> I actually watched the replay, I would have called it a goal too. Uh, but.
1: You're going to kill uh, my uh, argument in the moment. There's a I'm only saying that because we there's won in prototype. the end. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough.
2: <laughs> um. But. Yeah, I think around the 30th minute, just after the drinks break, um, whether something was said in the huddle along the lines of, for fuck's sake, um, I thought after that, we really kind of started to connect as a team. Um, Our midfield kind of, we've always had a really weak um, midfield for the last couple of seasons. so. I think Minnie coming back and, you know, that connection she's got with, with those girls and what's building there, I think that'll really help us towards the back end of the season. Um, but, yeah, overall, I thought it was a really cracking game. Um, I really enjoyed watching.
0: Should... Yeah, um, and we should obviously shout out to, uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously the first thing she basically did in uh, in professional football was uh, pick the ball out of the back of the net, it was me, Bailey, actually starting. Uh, for her debut as well, so straight out of an MPL team and and into goals to replace um, Georgie Worth as we're sort of saying. So uh, well, she did you know, really well. good stuff, but she at least yeah. yeah, she did come back into it. Absolutely, she made a cracking save. She made one or two really good saves that would give her confidence. So and I think her distribution was all right as well. So
1: I, I legitimately um, don't think you know, she's a, she can hold her head up. I Think she could be too good for that game because there's no. I, I'm going to start on that rant now for you, Pricey, because this is this was just did my head in. That Lynn Williams goal. know you said that you think it crossed the line, but I don't. I don't know how the referee can call it from where she was. I don't know how there's anything that you can say is definitely crossed the line. There's so many bodies. I don't think she
2: did. I think the sideline ref put their flag up
1: to say it went in. That's what I was going to say. There's so many bodies between the between from where the sideline ref because that was far side from the camera. The ball Mm. was near side in terms of where the the side of the goal was near side to the camera on the in the goal. Um, The referee was kind of between the penalty spot and the edge of the 18-yard box and out to the side. So, yeah, had a view of where the ball roughly was, but not couldn't say it definitely over the line. I think it was just, it was a guess. <clears throat> and I don't think anyone could legitimately say that's definitely crossed the line. There was a point where it got close, but I don't know how you can say it's, it's definitely 100% crossed the line because there's no camera angle that suggests that for sure. Um, and no referees had a better angle than the camera angle you know, overall, I think you're pretty unlucky if they're or pretty, you know, you think you have to have a lot of Caspers on the bloody field to be able to, to see the ball through the bodies and honestly, so um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how the referee gave that. Uh, I'm glad that it didn't impact the result of the game in the end, but fuck me, like, how do you award that? Really? Head over. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I, I can get
0: what you're getting at there. Like, there's a lot of bodies in the way, and the photo that, that did go around Twitter, that did sort of it Pretty reasonably clearly, you know, probably being over. Um, all I can think of is maybe the goal, like it just happened to be that the 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 assistant referee saw it through the netting or something like. Maybe just there was a parting of the bodies and everyone turned a bit see through and um and just did see the ball and thought it was clearly over. I Don't know. I mean, they're probably guessing. But just, I mean, um, what's, what's um, the
2: definition these days? Is it? Because I remember a couple of years back.
0: ball. Full ball over so the full line, full so the whole ball needs to be completely past. The full ball has to right. be completely past the edge of the line.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that first. Uh, that first and I don't know how you can say. First,
2: I would have said not all of the ball went over. There was no way, or because I remember watching it and went, "Oh fuck, I hate that partial ball rule." But if it's the full ball, then no, the the full ball definitely didn't cross the line. Um, there you go. But. I mean you got another
1: one on my side up yours, You know Marcy.
2: but this is the thing this is the thing <laughs> Yeah that one didn't go in but then Link, uh, one of their players you know rebounded off and they kicked it straight back in so you know even if that's not a goal that yeah. first time they uh, they then the players it over stopped line.
1: for the whistle Players stopped for the whistle. The referee had blown the whistle by that stage, so everyone had stopped. And it might have still happened anyway, but if the referee hadn't blown the whistle to say a goal was awarded,
2: nah, you no, know, I don't they even could think have then. It out. There was literally no one in front of that player. So even if that whistle doesn't go, he
1: certainly wouldn't have saved sh- it.
2: No, because she was. Um, no, me she was, was on the other side yeah, of the goal. Like she was, she was at least half a body away. Like there's no way in that reaction time, could she have got up and stopped the ball? Like, she was still fighting to stop the ball when the whistle went. So, I mean, there was no way. That second attempt was going in for sure. So, for me, either way, it was a goal, whether you counted it on the first or second time. Um, that was just a shitty on. scrambling defence.
0: Uh, I would agree with you there as well, Cupsie. Um Yeah, I think they would have poked it home there, that's probably where if you want to say you could say Mia Bailey's not at fault maybe for the second one but probably a more experienced like in you know once she gets a bit older she spends more time you know in the gym and things like that she'll be stronger in that scenario when there's a lot of bodies around her to be able to get away probably get a get an actual hand on it get a sort of more knocked away so um she was definitely sort of um crowded out of it um for that one so um yeah it's it's unfortunate but hey we bounced back and that's probably the really good thing is we didn't drop our heads um, we kept on pushing and we slowly worked our back way. And really, victory's chances certainly started to die up. So, uh, you no, know, that's, yeah, we, we went great first half, but we, we and did probably deserve to be down a goal, but certainly not by two. And they hadn't had that many chances, but it all changed in the second half. Uh, who wants to talk about Kyra Kroon across the send off? Um, deserved, yes, no. Yes. Rollbook? Uh, do uh, oh, yeah. you reckon? I, I think it, it, it's a textbook, yeah.
2: it's one of those textbook no nos. Um, you know, you learn it in, when you start tackling, I don't know, I think when I was I was playing football, I think we learned, I think we started to slide in like 12s. Like, like that was one of the first things that they told you, don't be late into the tackle and don't come in with your studs up. And yeah, you can you can argue that she touched the ball, but she also took out the the raw player's angle. Who was she tackling?
1: Crummer. Uh, was it Crummer? crummer. yeah, Crummer.
2: Like, regardless yeah. of who it is, like, if you catch that much, like, anyway, I watched the slow-mo, and I was like, ooh, that tickles. Um, it's just that it, it was textbook. Like, I saw it when she when it first happened. I went, ooh, that's off. Like, red, may
1: Yeah. I think at bit, first glance, yeah. it, looked, it looked kind of slightly burnt orange. Expect red card at first, but upon the replay, I think the ref's got it bang on. Cause, yeah, and same. and there was a the, there's a really good thread about this on Twitter about um uh, you know the of the player kind of the The, the laws the of the leg. game. Yeah, was that? Yeah,
0: the laws of the game from um It's the one.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of about yeah you know, the leg was in this case the leg was straight out. Um, it, it, the intention was to, to tackle there, not necessarily the ball. The ball was obviously it hadn't been it hadn't been hit. She was also. She also got her part the, of that.
0: the leg that um, Kremers' weight was on.
2: Yeah,
1: and got back up. She's still, still a foul, still a penalty, still a red card.
2: I think as well. For me, it yeah. didn't even look like a slide. It kind of just looked like one of those. You know, how you kind of mess up, and then you kind of just jump into the tackle, and you just kind of throw your feet out. That's kind yeah. of to me what it looked <laughs> like. She kind of decided. Mate, yeah, I'm gonna slide for that. But then she was a little bit
1: too late. And it just yeah. In fact the foot was air like it was airborne. Like you know, you slide yeah. in there, you have two feet kinda of together. Yeah, um, but they stayed together, they're like sandwiched together. You don't necessarily yeah. have them one one kinda of up in the air, is all of a sudden it's uncontrolled. And it wasn't hugely off off the the ground, but it was enough to be dangerous. And that's yes. it.
2: I mean, I always I always say if you play it in real time and it looks Dodgy, yeah. Like for me, if if you play it in real time and it looks dodgy, then it's you know nine times out of ten it is. It's probably not right. So I, for me, I thought the rest did a bang up job on on calling that one. Um, I think it's just you know just a brain fart moment that she had. Just kind of getting tired and maybe a bit hot.
0: Let's move on to some of the goals, shall we? Let's get on to the good things. Enough talking about victory players screwing up. And um, that's the last time Parker and Chris will play, play for victory for a while because she, then she'll be off to the Matildas for a bit. And, uh, yeah, she'll probably went back from them for a while after that one. So we had probably, I think Katrina Gray was uh, central to both of them, really. It was uh, her that did the shot from distance that um, was not controlled by the victory goalkeeper whose name escapes me. It was a late fill-in as um, Chidiak, Dumont, and Eliottis, um didn't play because they didn't have uh, PCR results in. Is that Maisel's, Maisel's in goal? There we go, thank you. Um, and you have to think that, that that was a big out for a victory because Casey Dillon's a very good goalkeeper, as we know. Unfortunately, way too well here in Brisbane for <laughs> playing for us and then very much against us in the last couple of seasons. So, uh, yeah, the, the more inexperienced goalkeeper couldn't control the Shunigori shots and Melissa Krummer um, doing what all good trackers should do and on the follow-up and taps at home. So that's what you want to see. Um, and probably great for Lucia Krummer and Minigori's confidence. for in the internal and cutscene. Can I?
2: Say, on Larissa Kramer. I love seeing her back in the league, but I really wish she would get back and get the ball a little bit. She sits very high. I think a lot of our chances are squashed before their chances because she sits so high. I don't know if that's game plan or what. Um, But with this one, she actually came back a little bit, helped out... Who was it? I can't remember. Helped out whoever... They flicked it through to her, and she, yeah, you know, just a great goal. Um, but, yeah, I would like to see her come back a bit more. I think she can score a little bit. A few more goals. She's got the pace on her. I mean, maybe it's just a little bit, she's still a little bit tentative with her leg. But, um, yeah, I really, I think
1: you're, I think a are right. Goal. I think you're right. She's Larissa Crummer, I think she tends to play off the high. shoulder a lot. And she, she—I was thinking to myself before she scored. She's the new Archie Thompson because she's living offside most of the game. Like yeah. She's she's sitting so high. She gets she gets called more offside than anyone else in in the side comfortably. Uh, probably more, as many as most people in the league. So, mm. um, disagree. She could drop in, and that would create other other um, issues for the defenders as well. Because all of a sudden they're getting dragged down. That might create more space behind for her again. She is yeah. quick, as you mentioned. would actually help more space but um that goal work from a striker to follow in a shot exactly what you want your strikers to do Um yeah it was to textbook the, to pick up the crumbs
2: yeah a good one I like it very nice yeah, thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just yeah I mean it was a good goal there was nothing wrong with it uh, that's what you want your forwards to do Um I just yeah I'd like to see her sit back a little bit and you know create a gap where, you know she may not get all the goals but if you help out and create a little bit of space for yourself, you can
0: create space for other people. So, yeah. Uh, the second goal, Katrina Gurry. Uh, and this is where I do wonder once again with not having uh, Miss Dumont in goals. If uh, it's, uh, possibly no. possibly things no. could be different for, for Mel and no. That was oh.
2: straight-up textbook mini-special. No one was getting that. No one. Not even Lydia Williams. That's yeah, true. And that's a big call. That was... 10 point accuracy. That was right in the corner, right at the top, where your coach tells you, put it up there. She's got to be really fucking tall to get that ball.
0: Yeah, Linda Williams would have helped because she is much taller yeah. than most goalkeepers, but yeah. Uh, the, you know, I, I'm just saying that you know, she might, would have been a better chance at saving it, perhaps. It's a better phrase. But it was still a great... You know, I'm not taking any away from the strike. It was a great strike. And it's uh, it's funny. I'd actually been cursing, like, Mini Gory bloody all first half. She, like, kept getting the ball and kept trying to shoot from distance, even though there was, like, three players around her, like, at all times. So Melbourne Victory did really well at crowding around the yeah. first half. Second half, as we talked about, after the send-off, players got tired, more space appeared. She so had time to actually, you know, sort of turn, set it up properly, and... I, there's the mini guy we know, when, you could, when you're when you allowed to execute, she can execute. Yeah. She can't do it when she's trying to beat three players <laughs> who are closely marking her, and that was really frustrating that she wasn't actually trying to pass off and still trying to shoot in those scenarios, but uh, you know, it comes off, it was a special, special yeah. goal. that was a
2: absolute cracker, and I think that will give her a lot more confidence. I think her as well, she's been, and yeah, I get it, she's four months per title and like, bloody, bloody hell, that's fucking amazing. Um, because you have to reload everything. Kind of, everything's changed, changed down there. You, you centres off a little bit. Apparently, you know. Um, so I think that will give her a whole bunch of confidence, and I think you'll probably see her take on the goal a little bit more now.
1: I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I just say you
0: might be right. Dave. Mm. Hey. We've also got to see the return of one of your favourite players, one back into the team in general and back on the field after a long way layoff. Nat Tatham
1: powering down the right hand yeah, side maybe. and uh, to set up the. Uh, I was very players. very happy to see her come back. Yeah, back uh, gone by. She's uh, she was always that player that just just stuck in. You know, put a would put a boot in would make sure a defender or an attacker knows that she's there. But she's obviously added. Okay, she's added a injury recovery to her game. That's not what I was going to say, but she's she's come back from a long-term injury. Injury, of course. <laughs> uh, she's really she. get one of her first involvements was to foul a player. Ever approved 100%. Um, second involvement was to <laughs> the right. Put a ball in for Connors to to tap in. When I saw her get in behind the defenders, I thought, "Fuck, we're on here. This is it." And sure enough, Connors knew exactly where to be. The ball put the ball in the back of the net and. It was as much as Connors did well to get into the right spot and that's the strikers, the strikers have to be there, they should know that. Um, it was excellent work by Tatham bench for of, of a long-term injury. It's uh, a second involvement in the game. Absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, also good that we're playing right-sided players in their proper positions as well and not playing wingers down the fullback like we did for the first half. Like Adam Garf. It's also good.
1: Has yes, she played full yeah, right
0: back all game? Yeah, exactly. Why? 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 I think because uh, she's like you know one of our leading scorers. Uh, anyway. I, I so think that was, a was probably a, issue. a player um,
1: issue. Probably had I think who would we normally have back there? I'm trying to think who's normally back there for. Well, it's normally Canon Golov. Canon Golov. Oh, so she's yeah, she was on the bench. So maybe um, we had two right backs on the
0: bench, and we play Anna McGrath, <laughs> and we play Anna McGrath. There. It didn't make any sense to me.
1: But, hey, Maybe the had uh, spotted. He said, "No, oh, we need to change that." It worked, like you said, worked treat.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Can't can't fault the outcome in the end. Uh, and then probably the last goal. Uh, I guess scrappy players were sort of heading towards the, end of the goal, but nicely tucked away by the captain, Ishinori. Have you been liking what you've been seeing from Ishinori this season?
2: I think it was the first game of the season I've watched. Maybe it's the first home game. I was a bit yeah, I don't know. Um, but after that, she um, yeah, I think she's she's one of our consistent. She's one of our consistent players at the moment, which we need more of. Um, yeah, I think I think she's leading the team well. Um, I mean, she's fairly young herself. She's not. She's what twenty eight? No, twenty six. Yeah.
0: Been around a while. she's certainly, and she's been in the uh, in the W League for most seasons in the top. Yeah. So, um, she's- twenty-four. Only twenty-four. She's
2: um, yeah. So you know, she's she does have the experience, but she's still young. Um, I think she's she's doing a good job. Um, maybe she needs to rely on the older players in the team a little bit more, but she's pretty consistent. So I can't can't really falter at this point. I probably could
0: fault her. Oh, absolutely. Oh, look, I think she stepped up into that defensive midfield role. And as you sort of said earlier, you know, midfield has been a problem for us trying to find the right combination there for a long time. And she stepped into that defensive midfield role and she's done really well there from what I've seen. So she gets in, she's controlling the game, she passes well, she's she, she harries, she, she um, tackles. It's everything yeah. you want. Everything you want. All right, we've probably, let's, we've talked way really too much about, uh, we have now talked a hell of a lot about the dub team. Uh, all right, probably a couple more points said uh we will have uh, – we will. Uh, we did already sort of give him a shout-out, but well done to Dude. to get in a way day. And uh, Willing goes on. He definitely got a lot of airtime there as well. Um, as <laughs> Simon Hill remembered where he knew him <laughs> from as well, but then called him a Melbourne City fan. So he's a Manchester City fan. So I mean, that's where you know him from, not an Melbourne <laughs> City fan. And uh, and, uh, and the, just the Chad look as he was singing We Love You Brisbane at the end after they scored their goal. Great work. And Dave, I think
1: I think you need to do this last point. I do, mate, because uh, there was... um <laughs> We mentioned TLL earlier on, um, but uh, one of the, mm. I think, a Gosford-based WOSO fan that um, happened to drop on their particular pod that she hated Brisbane and she's going to go to the Melbourne Victory versus Brisbane game over the weekend and that she didn't think Brisbane were any good and that we were garbage. Um, that obviously bit her on the ass because... I did note that we had taken note of her on the show, and um, we we gave her a bit of uh, bit of feedback by the time the the fourth goal had gone in. so, but she took it really well. Um there's a lot of good banter on there, so but uh, I, it's fair to say she has since said that she likes she said sorry for hating Brisbane and that we got a nice river which is clearly a lie it's a bullshit apology because we don't have a nice river at all but that's okay
2: there's oh, so much sarcasm in that sentence
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah your river's so nice <laughs>
0: River shits all over Adelaide's river and Melbourne's river, so you know, Sorry. whatever you know, yeah. Yeah. She's, and she's Have from Gosford, they literally no, name their,
1: their water Brisbane and Gosford, so yeah, she, she's got to love Brisbane exactly, exactly. All right, so yes, love
0: your work, Taryn. Uh, and the TLL, well, the ladies leak if you're worried about the TLL. I don't think we've actually said the full name uh that's there's a little wrap it up so we are in seventh place at the moment so we've played for 1-1 one, one, yay we've got some points <laughs> we've drawn one lost to 10 goals for 11 against uh that's a lot of goals per game 21 goals in four games averaging seven a game uh that work out no uh, it doesn't, doesn't that's okay off. uh anyway it's about five averaging five over five again nice, our uh, next game is <laughs> yeah uh, it's holidays leave me alone um <laughs> Next game is Brisbane Roar versus Western Sydney out at uh, the local newspaper stadium in the far north of uh, the Brisbane region. Uh 305 p.m. kickoff on Sunday, the 9th of January. This was meant to be a doubleheader uh with uh, well, so you were just mentioning Central Coast. I'm meant to be up here playing uh, the men's team, but that's been postponed. We'll get onto that in a second. So at the moment, it's just the Western Sydney team coming up here in for the Liberty A-League Women's League. And they're currently in eighth place. Uh, they've won, haven't won a game, but have got three draws. Uh, lost, lost only the one. One goal, four, three again. So they're averaging one goal a game. We're averaging five goals a game. Uh, something's going to have to give in this game uh, between one of the two. So, uh, yes, and um, yeah. <laughs> their last outing was a, it was a nil all in the Sydney Derby, uh, which was most famous for whoever took the photo has gotten a lot of uh, royalty point, um, their photography credits and, you know, probably fees for their photo getting used and the massive big hair pull. Uh, that happened in that game, which is just a great shot. Like, it's a great shot of, like, clearly the hair has been tugged in, like, the Sydney FC players. It's
1: kind of a more of it, I reckon. Um,
0: it's more of it. <laughs> Katsy, is someone who would have has played a bit, a bit of, um, you know, it, what's, where is the hair pull in the world of, like, no-nos? Like, the the big ponytail pull. Where is that in the, big, the world of no-nos, cutsy?
2: I was told... I have short hair now, so I don't have to worry about it happening to me. Um, but, as I was told by a certain other friend in our friend's group when I went to my first gridiron training session. You can do it, and if you get away with it, then good on you. (laughs) If you get caught, you're on your own. So, (laughs) like, it is one of those things when you're in a game and your hair gets pulled. It's For me, when I used to have hair, if someone pulled my hair, that was like a red rag to a ball for me. Like I've taken your number and I'm legally gonna fuck you up now. Like I'm <laughs> gonna. So I used to play. I used to play hockey. So whether that was an accidental, on purpose stick to the ankle, or the back of the calf, that's how you would get back. Um, but yeah,
1: is that Achilles tendon with a with a stick Ooh. that just really kind of? Well,
2: mate, you hit it at a right angle. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. It's like you've been sniped. Oh man,
1: there's no shin. Pack. There's no shin having the ball or
0: the yep. ankle, is there? Uh, you know, that's that's always yeah. a good one. Yeah, let's feel that one when we yep. sign off. Uh, All right. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, so two. yeah, if what? you get away with it, then
2: good
1: on you. I don't think she got away <laughs> with it in that case. <laughs> she did. <She's, laughs> she she stayed on the pitch. Really. She got a yellow card. Well, that's that's, that's getting straight, away with yeah, it. She did
0: only get a yellow. <laughs> that is is true. Um. Yes, yes. Uh, it's Western Sydney Wanderers—they'll be up there. Uh, well, it's meant to be a bit of rain between now and then, but it could be nice and warm there for a 3pm kickoff out there at the stadium. So we'll see how that goes on the weekend. That's more than enough of the A-League women's team. So if you're feeling like we had left out about the A-League women, well, there was about a good hour's conversation about three games of theirs. Air the A-League memes. Um, they literally have not played since we reviewed the 1-0 loss to Western United, which was a terrible game of football, on the 11th of December. So we're coming up to, we're recording this on the 5th, we're coming up to that that is nearly a month. Um, And literally by the next time we play, it will be more than a month since they've played a game of football for their play. So, And I was trying to remember these. I was going to list them off
1: before, all the actual postponed games. Right. So first was both because... Um, it's too long. That's, the show's already so long. Per- we don't need to add more time for the match. Just, yeah. Yeah, you don't need to pat it out.
0: It was like, <laughs> uh, Melbourne City, Sydney FC. Uh, yeah. Anyway, a lot. so many games. A lot. So many games for post- and they just getting... <laughs> anyway, hell, We're meant to be playing right Can now. We... We have to record this, Do play... we just get like Mountain. a
2: point each for those, or are they going to try and hopefully make them up later in the season?
0: Or they'll make uh, up. The current plan is that yeah, it's all postponed. So we've to a lot of midweek football. Yay. Games. Um. So yeah, yeah. I know everyone loves midweek trips to uh, Redcliffe. Sunday,
1: just as Wednesday, much as they love Sunday, Wednesday <laughs> Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, it. Sunday, Wednesday, yeah, Friday, Saturday. That's what it'll be. <laughs> We'll <laughs> have a lot of that. So
0: we are currently in twelfth place because we haven't been playing much and we weren't very good when oh. we were playing. So we've played four, one one, uh one none, that's That's none. N O N E none. Drawn one, lost three, one goal, four, six against. On point of the board. So hopefully we've worked on our defensive tactics a little bit. Uh in the quarantine. Next game was was meant to be central Yeah <laughs> in, quarantine, in isolation. Hey Tommy Udridge might be um, fit now. Yeah, that's true. He's had a lot of time to get back ready. Uh, We were meant to be playing Central Coast Mariners on the weekends, but that one has been postponed uh, because the Mariners have COVID cases. Um, so we, our next games are both against Sydney FC coming up. So we've got a Sydney FC uh, in both away as well. So again, first up is the FFA Cup quarter final, which has just been rescheduled into Wednesday the 12th of January. It's a 5pm kickoff. Now this is a 5pm kickoff, so they can basically fly in and fly out on the same day. Last time we tried that, the aeroplane couldn't be staffed because of COVID. So uh, let's hope we have a bit more luck this time on the 12th of January. Uh, so that's down at Jubilee Stadium for any Raw fans in Sydney that might still be around or people down on holidays. Uh, and then we literally play them again four days later, oh three days later, three days three later, days later yeah, um, maths. on the like, which makes almost which almost makes it weird that we're even bothering to fly in and out. But hey, whatever. Um, so that's actually a Saturday night game. So fifteenth of January, Sydney FC. So as well, also a Jubilee. So six forty five. Um, so Sydney FC, they were they weren't going too well. Um, and I kept tipping them. They kept losing. And then I started to not tip them. And I started to win. So I take full. Um, responsibility for sydney fc starting to win games of football expect, and it is all my fault you're going to start
1: game. tipping him again then
0: <laughs> yes i am yes i am <laughs> uh, they're going to win both those games very comfortably um <laughs> so they're currently in sixth place right in the middle uh so they played six one two drawn two lost two seven goals four six against Keep on on board the last game was a three nil win over Macarthur, who Macarthur were top of the league at the time so uh pretty handy and they did beat F, uh, in the fa cup a two nil win over Macarthur. But that could be really interesting it's like a league game and a cup game against the same, like two teams and then play the same team, both in the next league and cup. Game. Yeah. I'm sure anyhow we will find a stat about that somewhere along the line and where it happened in 1976 um, At one with time. Marconi.
1: At one time it At one
0: time, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so in the club championship ladder, in the Willemport club championship ladder, we're still in eighth position, equal eighth position now though. Uh, so actually so we've moved up from ninth to equal eighth, I think, because that's what's happened. Um, so yeah. we've got our four points. Wellington are also on four points um but yes we're still very much down the bottom of it but uh hey at least we're moving on up baby moving on up all right bit of news uh not too much i mean COVID has been in and around and everywhere postponing games all over the shop i mean i'm sure you guys have heard about this COVID 19 thing still keeps kicking around um it's been in the news a bit recently lately so um yeah but, uh, yeah, so a few of the men's player squads uh, did get it. Uh, we definitely think the manager, he put out a post on in Instagram certainly suggesting that he'd been one of the people that had contracted, con- contracted it. Um, and I do suspect that Jack it was another one because he's still been in isolation when a bunch of the other players have actually been back at training. So, yes, uh, those at least maybe two, if you really felt the need to know names. Um, I think uh, Paddy Seasnobel was saying Melbourne City Basically, their whole squad recorded. There's only four players who had it of uh, their whole squad, which is um, just insane.
1: That's ridiculous, uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a bit of MPL squad. Uh, the youth team squad has been announced um, that will be competitive, the MPL Queensland Men's uh, next year. So, a bit of a clean out. So, goalkeepers will be James Clausen, uh, Lachlan Duke, and Nick O'Connell. Defenders, Reese Gray, Dom Hallwood, Sam Keegan, Trent Millard, Alec Mills. Infielders, Sam Klein, Brandon McMorrow, at least that's Josh Moreland and Jacob Mudnich and Louis Zabella. So a couple of returnees there in the midfielders group, but certainly I don't know any of those other names. And uh, for the attackers, Eli Adams is returning. Luke Broderick, Josh DeMarco, Jake Ellenberger, Kane Gibbs, Lachlan Johnson, and Thomas Wanningham. So, uh, yeah, real clean out there, um, Dave. Uh, well, I'm not a clean out. I guess it's uh, just a real progression through, as
1: we probably expect through that team.
0: And, um... It happens
1: with this team because um, of, you know, players coming through the system in the in the. Things below, they obviously bring a couple of players in from clubs from if they spot a talent they didn't have already in the system. Players get too old to, to stay in the youth squad and move on, as we've seen with a couple of players going to Penn Power and Olympic and in other moves as well. So, um, yeah, uh, the captain there, Luis Zablo, is, is still there. So that's um, some, some sort of continuity, some sort of leadership retained. Um, got players like Eli Adams, who's played A League, McMorrow, I think, played a little bit or might have been on the bench on the bench maybe yeah so there's some okay. fringe they probably can... we'll see how they go this year obviously last year was a really good season in the MPL. so we'll see if they can uh replicate it mm, absolutely and so that'll just leave a little bit of tipping dave and it's been happening in tipping mate. Uh, not much yeah you know? every time we have a game ready to play they fucking call it off so um i'm not going to yeah. give you an update as to how my favorite is when you had the
0: last... uh, my favourites were the one where you put out the polls on the day and then they postponed it within about half an
1: oh, hour. Like, fuck me. <laughs> like, Like, I've been doing them on the day. Dave's fault. Do- yeah, it's all my fault. I've been putting the polls up on the day of the games because you- it's just pointless doing them too far in advance at the moment. But um, you know what you're going to have. So, yeah, it's been interesting. There's been some pretty short rounds. Um, but let's just give you a bit of an update as to where the where the scores currently are. Lace. So that's 7 out of seventh. Unfortunately, listeners, it is you. You are on sixteen points. You are getting beaten by green dinosaur Yeshiba, who is on seventeen points. Shame, shame, shame. Terrible. Um you guys shame you have to pick your game up. Shame. <laughs> yeah. Dan is sitting in fifth, he's on twenty uh, twenty three. Uh, in 4th West, right in the middle of the pack there. Rick's on 24, Ben is on 26, and Pricey, you are ahead on 28. So, there's a little cluster of about 4 of us within about 5. Uh, slightly larger chunk within around about 8, but um, yeah, definitely Pricey and Ben, too, to, to keep going or we'll take the lead there. What the... Oh, I should probably give a, a, a charity bet update, too. Let everyone know how we've been going with our charity bet. A league one, yes, yes, uh, we've lost everything, so we're, we're we, we haven't had six charity bets. Um, pricey, have we gone for the dub. The dub, well, we had a win day. Hey. Hey. Charity, hey. charity, charity, uh, charity,
0: charity. So, we won a big eight dollars and 54 cents, uh, from tipping one round. Of football and most of that I think came we tipped a very courageous draw somewhere on the line I think so uh yeah so we have uh we were in the black um and we're still in the black for the moment from that win uh so we're in the black uh, so in the, the dub. most recent ones haven't uh, <laughs> we're in the black of the dub. in the dub yes we're not, in black overall. Of the dub. <laughs> we're not in the black we're not in the black overall and we're not in the black for the youth league so uh let's fix that then. yes uh but yeah we did that uh, yeah, we did have a nice little win on the weekend. What uh, was, was that just pre-Christmas. It was wasn't just it? Yeah. The, the the show right yeah. after,
1: or uh, well, the time right after our sh- last show. So yeah, before Chrissy. Let's get into the actual uh, into the u mm. league and, uh, Christy, we're gonna get your tip as well for the charity bet. So oh god, so, okay. You, you really like losing charity.
2: your money, don't you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do. <laughs> um, let's start with let's. I'll tell you what. We'll get we'll give you um. Uh, actually, I'll give you. Give me the last one of this one of these three. This would be the, this should be the gimme. You should be able to get this easy, I reckon. Um, Is this the men's? The the the, so we'll start with the men's. Yeah, we'll start with the the Ute League okay. men's. I... Uh, Melbourne victory versus Adelaide. I'll start the tipping with this one. I'm going to say Adelaide will win this one. Oh, pricey. You've got Wellington versus Newcastle, the FFA Cup semi finalist Wellington versus the, the team that's pretty exciting in the league at the moment. Newcastle. Who you got? Um, if this game manages to go ahead, um, I'll go with Newcastle, actually. Newcastle has been good. It's good. And, Kutsi, you've got Melbourne City versus Western Sydney Wanderers. City. Yeah, good choice. My tip as well, incidentally, so it makes it easy for me to be out of track. Alright, <laughs> so the dub. So this is going to be the one that, uh, Pricey is in charge of. Uh, we'll start with, actually, we'll start with you, um, Start with me because we go in order. Uh, Canberra Adelaide is on the Saturday. Um, I'm going to be tipping. Well, that's actually a tough one because they're both about the same level as us. Um, I'm going to tip Canberra for that one. Even though they've been doing me. Actually, no, fuck. I'm going to tip a draw. The pricey. Sydney versus Perth. Uh, I will be tipping Sydney, please, Dave. Yard Brisbane versus Western Sydney Wanderers.
2: I think Roar will get the dub.
1: Excellent. And Melbourne City versus Wellington Phoenix. I'll take this one and put a Melbourne City on there. So the Dub ones is going to be a draw in Canberra versus Adelaide. That's the risky one here. Sydney over Perth, Brisbane over Western Sydney, Melbourne City over Wellington. If we can get that Canberra Adelaide one, I reckon we're on for that one there. Pretty good shout. Um,
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that'll be the and that'll be the money maker that first game because that'll have reasonable odds. Oh, I will yeah. tell you, shout out to Tab for at least um, allowing me to gamble responsibly on the um on the dub on the women's league. Uh, they've been getting up the games a little bit early so I can actually put on the multi properly, which is yeah. nice. Um, In- instantly,
1: yeah. for anyone listening, we put one dollar bets on here. This is we're not we're not spending life savings yeah. here. This is all just to go spend your life savings, gamble responsibly, all that sort of stuff. Exactly.
0: All right, thank you, Dave. That does the tipping for this week. And, of course, if you want to catch us on any of our social medias, we're facebook.com slash therawcast. We're at therawcast on Twitter, bankhead.fm slash therawcast. But you can find us on any good podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, any of them, we should be on there, you should be able to find us. And uh, give us a listen, give us a follow, get us in your subscriber feed so you can listen to us every time we get a get an episode out, and we should be back to hopefully a little bit more regularly now that the silly season's done and hopefully postponement season is also done. Other <laughs> than that, I reckon that's about enough. <laughs> that's about enough for this week. Thank you very much, Mr Dave Stewart. I thank you, Percy, And thank you, Cutsy, for being a, a little bit of a last-minute oh. reunion. Thanks for adding your voice. <laughs> no worries.
2: Someone had to represent the House of Cuts and butts.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So nice of you to come on board. All right, that'll do us for this week, listeners. We'll catch you again soon. Well, bye now. Bye.